pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the APAS annual meeting opens in Regina today. And APAS joins court action to fight the federal carbon tax. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies, wind southeast 30, gusting to 50, the high minus 3. Wind chill near minus 13, risk of freezing rain later tonight, the low minus 5, the wind chill near minus 12. Tomorrow, 60% chance of snow, wind northwest 20, gusting to 40 in the morning, then light in the afternoon, the high plus 2 Wednesday, wind chill minus 11 in the morning, the low minus 9. Thursday, sunny skies, the high minus 2, the low minus 10. Friday, sunny with a high of minus 3, evening flurries, Friday, the low minus 7. Saturday, snow with a high of minus 2, the low minus 9. Sunday, cloudy, the high minus 7, the low minus 11. Monday, partly cloudy, the high near minus 9. Normal high is minus 5 for this date, the normal low minus 16. The sun rose at 8.31 this morning. It sets at 5.01 tonight. And around the province this hour, Estevan is minus 6, Saskatoon minus 5, Swift Current plus 2, Weyburn minus 7, Yorkton is minus 11. The hot spot this hour in Saskatchewan is Maple Creek at 11 plus 11 degrees. In Regina with drifting snow, it's minus 7, that's 19 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 40, gusting to 54. Wind chill is minus 16. Humidity 87%, the barometer dropping 100.9. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 2. Winds are from the east, southeast at 18. Once again, Regina, drifting snow and minus 7 degrees, that's 19 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers are going to court to fight the federal carbon tax. APAS is seeking intervener status in the Saskatchewan Court of Appeal reference case on the federal carbon tax. APAS President Todd Lewis made the announcement at the APAS annual meeting in Regina today. Lewis's adding costs to farmers could make them less able to adapt to the impacts of climate change. He says farm fuel may be exempt from the carbon tax, but the tax will still push up fertilizer costs and all goods shipped in and out of rural Saskatchewan. We've been consistent with our mess- messaging right from the start that uh, agriculture is part of the solution, not the problem. And, you know, we we're very disappointed with the uh, federal backstop program when it was put in place. and. And, uh, you know, the province has put forth this uh, appeal uh, to the Saskatchewan Court of Appeal. And, uh, you know, we we feel that uh, the agriculture portion of carbon pricing is important. And uh, the court should have the opportunity to hear uh, what producers think about and about this carbon pricing and how we manage carbon. And uh, I think uh, the story we have to tell will support the province's position. So by seeking intervener status, what does this mean? It just applies to the court to... Uh, have our voice heard, I guess, at, during the uh, process. 
I think that agriculture story, uh, you know, shared jurisdiction between uh, the province and the federal government, just like the environment is. We feel that the federal government, in a lot of cases, have ignored agriculture. Uh, the backstop uh, doesn't do near as much as it should as far as, as uh, mitigating the costs that will come down to agriculture. And really, at the end of the day, if it's about having less carbon in the atmosphere, uh, you take uh, money out of farmers' pockets and ranchers' pockets, uh, they'll actually have less, less money to invest in uh, a lot of the technologies and practices that reduce carbon. So it's actually working against uh, good carbon management if we're losing money off our bottom line. Yeah, the federal government says farm fuel exempt, but you're saying there are many other costs farmers will still face that will be going up? Well, certainly over the entire value chain, uh, everything trickles down to the farm gate. And uh, be it diesel fuel that's burned in the locomotives that transport our, our products or uh, trucks that truck our livestock, uh, you know, across into, into uh, you know, uh, other jurisdictions for uh, slaughter, uh, you know, in the cattle industry or, or the hog industry. All those costs, we can't write those off. That's all commercial trucking, and uh, that's just going to be off of our bottom line and, and increase our expenses. So, you know, I think that there's a lot of uh, hidden expenses that, we trickle down in a, in a case like this, and and we're we're uh, you know we're price takers, not price makers, and we're on the world market uh, as exporters. Our uh, competition, be it the U.S., Australia, Eastern Europe, China, all those countries, they don't have a carbon tax, and uh, puts us at our, a competitive disadvantage. So. I think uh, this story needs to be told, and hopefully at the court court level it will uh, help support the province's position. And what about fertilizer? It's made from some petroleum products at times, too. Absolutely. And uh, Western Canada is one of the most non-transparent fertilizer pricing areas in the world. And uh, so certainly added costs will just be uh, put into the final price, and uh, it'll be hidden in the price, and we'll just have to pay it. What are some of the other topics you see at the APAS annual meeting in Regina that opened, of course, today? Uh, we have a, a panel on uh, surface rights. It's always uh, an ongoing issue. I think the oil industry is important to our province. Uh, we certainly, uh, you know, don't want to. Uh, they're going through a difficult time again here now, because the lack of pipelines. But it's also important that uh, producers, you know, the, the concerns they have are brought forward. And I think hopefully we'll have an opportunity when some of these concerns are brought forward, that the oil companies and the province can look at it. And uh, you know, I think farmers aren't, you know, looking to to uh, close down the oil industry. That's that's for certain, but with a lot of changes in technology and so on, there's some pretty intense, you know, I think sites that, you know, the one or two uh, pump jacks per quarter, that's uh, long gone. And, you know, in some areas, it's, uh, it can be a dozen or more jacks on one site with the directional drilling and so on. So those impacts are going to have a big effect on producers and their ability to farm the ground. And so I think just, you know, a little bit more uh, uh, communication between uh, producers and the, and the province and uh, the oil industry can do nothing but help kind of uh, look after some of these concerns. Lewis adds royalties on seed sales will also be discussed at the APAS annual meeting, which runs today through Thursday in Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. The Canadian Grain Commission has updated statistics from its harvest sample program. Producers send in samples to the CGC and in return get detailed information on things like protein and oil content, chlorophyll levels in canola, as well as dawn and falling numbers for wheat. Daryl Besswetherick is a program manager with the Canadian Grain Commission. He says the percentage of number one red spring wheat is starting to decline as expected. We're actually showing right now about 61% of uh, the red spring crop is still grading number one. And then we're, you know, 16% number two and, and going down from there. 
Bess Wetherick was asked about the amount of feed wheat. It's surprisingly how well the the crop did uh, hold up, uh, you know, considering you know what we heard of all the snow and uh, wet weather for you know extended period of time. So you know about ten percent of the crop right now that that we've seen through our harvest sample program is grading feed wheat. So you know a lot of the crop still is holding a number two or number three, uh, which is much better than having feed wheat. Bess Wetherick describes the Durham crop quality. The majority, vast majority of the Durham was harvested in early. And uh, so, yeah, we're still seeing very similar numbers there. You know, in the top two grades were, you know, about 85% of the crop. So still really good. Bess Wetherick says canola is also pretty good. Right now we're, we're about 80% of the uh, crop is still grading number one and then going down from there. Yeah, about 7% number two, uh, 9% number three, and then about 4% uh, in that uh, sample grade. And uh, and the main grading factor is the distinctly green kernels, which elevated levels of chlorophyll. Bess Wetherick says there was no specific area. It's not specific. I haven't broke it down into exactly the real specific area, but this, that northwestern Saskatchewan uh, a lot of Alberta was impacted by the late harvest and uh, just some of the canola just won't turn. So, yeah, it's the green is there. He was asked about green count. Well, you know, we have seen the odd one, you know, is extremely high up in the, about 75% distinctly green. But, you know, the, the average, like we're going to go back and, you know, we're still got to be under 2% to be a number one and we've got 80% of the crop there you know, 7% and then number two, or so the tolerance is 6% and then number two, and we've got 7% of the crop there. So so there are pockets where, you know, there's some elevated counts where we're seeing, you know, in the 20, 25% distinctly green. Um, so it's significantly high from a producer perspective. Bess Wetherick has a look at the pulse crops. Pulses uh, really were, uh, were off uh, early and uh, beat the, the bad weather. And, uh, you know, overall, from a quality visual grading perspective, really a, a typical year. Lots of uh, number ones, number twos. It really did uh, hold up well from a quality perspective. He says harvest sample submissions are higher this year from farmers. We're about 12,000 samples now. Uh, I would say, um, you know, on a, if it was a really good year, you know, we probably would have been down in the 9,000 range. But with the challenging harvest, more producers want more information on their crop. And, and so we, we're seeing that at 12,000. And samples are still coming in Um Uh, this week and uh, you know so I would suspect that you know we're going to be seeing a few thousand more yet before we're finished. Harvest program samples are being accepted by the Grain Commission until the end of the calendar year. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation call 1-800-284-9999 and by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola gained a dollar seventy at four thirty-five twenty-two. Flax rose one cent at four ninety-two twenty-six. Oats went up a dollar thirty-six at one hundred seventy-six dollars and ninety-nine cents. Number one red spring wheat fell fourteen cents at two hundred fifty dollars twenty-four cents per metric ton. The rest were unchanged. Durham two ten sixty-two. Feed barley one eighty-nine sixty-three. Yellow peas two hundred forty-two dollars four cents, and feed wheat one eighty-seven eighty. 
on the Minneapolis Grain Exchange. Hard red spring wheat fell two and three quarter cents at five dollars seventy-four and a quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of November 27th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Hefferet sold from $0.90 cents to $1.10. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.68 cents to $0.78. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.58 cents to $0.68. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.50. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.82 cents to $0.93. Cents. We had a pre-sorted sale here on Monday, and we shipped a pile of cattle to the east and to the south. Just because there was a drought in Saskatchewan does not mean it's affecting the whole entire North American market. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.36 and sold up to $2.61. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.23 and sold up to $2.51. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.12 and sold up to $2.38. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.18. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $1.96 and sold up to $2.06. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.94 and sold up to $2. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.89 and sold up to $1.99. And 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.78 and sold up to $1.89. Heifers are about 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound white steers at $2.38 a pound, a group of 550-pound tan steers at $2.18 a pound, a load of 600-pound tan steers at $2.04 a pound, a load of 650-pound tan steers at $1.99.5 a pound, and a load of 700-pound exotic steers at $1.97 a pound. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold $7,200 Monday, selling a range of 120 to 140 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling a range of 119 to 139 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down four. Contract prices opened lower this morning. Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 13 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3228. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.14 cents U.S. Very large hog slaughter numbers are weighing on U.S. regional cash hog markets, and while the cutout showed some strength yesterday, levels remain low. Lean hog future values have essentially erased all the gains since November 16th, when African swine fever news really started to develop. Unfortunately, the ASF impact on lean hog features has been limited to speculation only. ASF is a massive problem and it could have a significant impact on the U.S. market. However, there's been no ASF causal link established to U.S. pork movements to date and the market is currently pricing in this dynamic. Once again, the weather outlook for today, partly cloudy, wind southeast 30 gusting to 50, the high minus 3, wind chill near minus 13, risk of freezing rain later tonight, the low minus 5, the wind chill near minus 12. Tomorrow, 60% chance of snow, wind northwest 20 gusting to 40 in the morning, then light in the afternoon. The high plus 2 tomorrow, the wind chill minus 11 in the morning, the low minus 9. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.